Welcome to the WIDA Connect podcast series, where we will explore all the hot topics affecting the equipment dealer industry. From industry news, government affairs, and manufacturer relations, to business best practices, technology, and marketing for equipment dealers. Brought to you by the Western Equipment Dealers Association, here to advocate, elevate, and educate. And now, let's connect. I'm John Schmeiser, CEO for the Western Equipment Dealers Association. Welcome to this edition of Legislative Landscape. For this podcast, I intend to share some updates on what is happening in Ottawa and point out some of our government affairs activities for 2021. Although we are starting to see the rollout of the coronavirus vaccines, the perception of most Canadians is that this is happening way too slow. The federal government has promised that all Canadians who want a vaccine will have access to one by the end of September. But with each passing week, it seems we are seeing another delay in vaccine shipments, so it is becoming more and more difficult for the government to hit that target. Unless this drastically improves within the next 60 days, we anticipate that the patience of most Canadians will run out and support for Justin Trudeau's government will continue to slide. The good news is that it appears that we have hit the peak of new cases in this second wave. Daily new case numbers are dropping in each province, and the respective provincial governments have slowly started to ease some lockdowns or response measures. That is a good sign. But at the same time, the federal government is increasing border crossing measures, and that is concerning. Our industry has experienced inventory and parts delays at border crossings in the past, and it affected our supply chain. It's challenges like this that leave most of us yearning for a return to normal business operating conditions. I've noted with interest that several Liberal MPs were posting social media updates of them securing their party's nomination for the next election, and some even had pictures of themselves out campaigning and knocking on doors. There was a cabinet shuffle in January, and minor distractions like the behavior of the former Governor-General are now out of the way. All of this is leading to a lot of speculation that the Trudeau government will call a spring election. In my opinion, that is a very risky strategy right now. Like I mentioned, Canadians appear to be getting angrier about the slow rollout of vaccines, and in a recent Angus Reid poll, the number of Canadians saying the Liberals were doing a poor job procuring vaccines has doubled since December. Unless the government can get a lot of good news out there, and very quickly, it might be political suicide for them to call an election now. The House of Commons has reconvened, but all of the focus continues to be on the COVID-19 response and the vaccine rollout. We still do not have a budget. We are the only G7 country to not present a budget since the pandemic hit the world. In fact, it has been two years since the last federal budget was tabled. It is no surprise that the spending impact of pandemic support programs is going to be with us for some time. However, it is reassuring that the government has started pre-budget consultations, and that leads to our belief that their intention may be to tie an election to a budget announcement. With the transition to the Biden administration in the U.S., there is no doubt this will have an impact on whether a Canadian federal election is called. Although some in the Canadian government may have viewed the new Biden administration as an opportunity for a fresh start in relations with the United States, 
Biden's actions at Impact Canada have been detrimental to this point. One of Biden's first executive orders was to cancel the permit for the Keystone Pipeline, which many in the oil and gas industry viewed as a kick in the teeth. Biden has taken a strong position on a Buy American policy and is revisiting country of origin labeling. Both of these approaches would be harmful to Canada. And I'm sure that there were a lot of Canadians disappointed in the Trudeau government's response to the cancellation of the Keystone Pipeline, and the oil and gas industry certainly expected better. So when we address our legislative priorities coming for this year, perhaps the COVID pandemic has increased awareness of the need for better rural broadband. This has and will continue to be a priority for us. With the need for many Canadians working from or completing school from home, the need for better internet access has never been higher. This is a huge issue for equipment dealers and our customers, as we have been unable to use the full capability of remote diagnostics. The federal government has announced that Connecting Canadians program, which is designed to provide better high-speed internet access in rural areas. But details on how this would roll out or be accomplished have been non-existent. Secondly, the right to repair issue continues to be top of mind for us. There continues to be lots of activity in numerous U.S. states, and our concern is how much traction this issue is getting in Canada. We have tried our best to stay ahead of it by having meetings with farm groups across Canada, meetings with provincial ag ministers, and hosting right to repair demonstrations so we can show the industry the steps that dealers and manufacturers have taken to appease the right to repair advocates' concerns. We are seeing the true intentions of right to repair advocates as their desire goes beyond repair to modify, and in a lot of cases, they want the law to give them the right to illegally modify farm equipment. We think as an association that this is just wrong, and we're very pleased to advise that we're getting a favorable response on our concerns from our provincial governments. Also related to illegal modification is our third priority. This issue is the number of illegal emissions tampering devices that are out in Canada and how prevalent their use is on tractors and combines. It is illegal for a manufacturer, dealer, distributor, or importer to alter or tamper with an emissions device. But there is no reference in Canadian law where it is illegal to sell these devices. So we have third-party vendors selling these devices and they are creating a lot of downstream problems for dealers and manufacturers. So one of our legislative priorities for this year is to have the federal regulations updated to remove this loophole. We have submitted suggested language that would accomplish this, and it is before the federal government for consideration. We expect to hear an answer back on this later this year. A fourth priority for us is the interconnectivity issue. This refers to the ability of two products or implements manufactured by different manufacturers to be able to connect and to talk to each other. Think of a honeybee or a Macdon header connected to a combine, or a Borgo or Seedhawk air drill connected to a tractor. This issue arose last summer when we noted that the new USMCA agreement didn't clearly state that this connectivity could legally continue. Even more frustrating, the U.S. language on this provision is clearly stated, that the decades-old industry standard of such connectivity shall continue as it is in the best interests of the industry. So we're not sure how our federal government missed this during the negotiations on the USMCA, but here we are now, and we have to get this fixed. Working with the Agricultural Manufacturers of Canada and some of their key members, we have drafted the necessary language change and put together an industry impact study. 
All of this was submitted to the Federal Ministry of Innovation, Science, and Economic Development. We also had the issue raised during question period in the House of Commons. We believe we've covered all bases on this and are hopeful that the government will address this in an expedient manner. So that's a quick overview of the current state of affairs in Ottawa and our legislative priorities. As a core of what we do, WIDA will continue to uh, enhance our advocacy efforts and be proactive in this space because we need to ensure that our dealers' interests are heard. Should you have any questions on these topics or any other government affairs issues, please do not hesitate to contact us. This has been WIDA Connect. If you have a question, would like to suggest future topics, or just tell us what you think about the show, we'd love to hear from you. Visit us at westerneda.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to We to Connect on iTunes. Thanks for listening. Until next time.